0: that happened last night and there were so many things because you and I got to hang out with Zach Watson (laughs) and he just is so much fun but um, last night we had this okay now I'm not talking to you I'm talking to the listener We had this Young Life event that was... I was there. Yeah, yeah, Thomas was there. (laughs) So I'm not telling you. Hey, Thomas, last night we had this Young Life event. Really? And it was called Stomp the Barn. And it's basically like you just put on a party for high school kids as Young Life leaders. That's kind of like this old TV show that used to come on in the 70s and 80s called Hee Haw. And and just like, you know, get a bunch of hay bales. Everybody wears plaid flannels. And we, you know, just kind of goof off. Anyway... So Andy Ogle and I were going to do this um, this skit to this old country song called Mule Train. And it's like a it's it's just a weird song. It's by a guy named Frankie Lane and the Mule Skinners. And <laughs> it's just a weird song and we were just going to do a lip sync and then we were pretending to be like on a um, on a wagon like a horse-drawn wagon but it's just a really, really weird skit. It's
1: hilarious. I think it's hilarious. It's so fun.
0: The humor (laughs) of it is, I mean, there's a lot of humor,
1: but watching Joe Penley keep trying to put the horses back up that you're (laughs) (laughs) while also getting smacked
0: (laughs) little toy horses. And we have these like ridiculous little bull whips. We're like, anyway, prodding the horses forward. Anyway, it's so dumb, but um, Andy, I was doing the skit with our, our young life area director, Andy Ogle. And so our job was to, to lip sync this thing. So you got to spend part of your brain energy of the whole day just memorizing this song so you can lip sync and not look like an idiot. Well, anyway, Zach Watson, our buddy, was over there at Andy's helping him get set up all day long for this event. Like they're sinking posts and hanging barn lights and moving bales of hay and like setting up this facade and sound equipment and everything. They and And like mowing this field and like just getting everything ready. They spent nine hours getting ready for this thing yesterday, yeah. physically getting this yard ready for this event. And we all like all the Young Life leaders Leaders sit around in a circle and we're talking about the order of events for club. <laughs> and Andy said, well, Lee and I are going to do this skit mule train. And Zach goes, Oh, and we were like, what? <laughs> he goes, man, all day long. Like for nine hours, Andy's had that song on repeat. And I just thought, Man, he loves this song. <laughs> he, had no, he had no idea that... <laughs> it's like, can you imagine like you're you're doing all the things, like you're setting up microphones and you're pulling wire and you're doing extension cords. They had a generator. You got to like set up the little... Uh, which like, we didn't even have all this stuff. Like I was worried that I was going to have to... I, I feel like every single time we have Young Life Club, I have to take the little like uh, iPhone adapter... A dongle out of my car and attach it to the thing and it's like it's never it's it's never enough and i never i always leave it at club can you think of one time i haven't left it there the time you left the dongle at club yes
1: well uh, there was one time that you left the dongle uh no jacob brought
0: me the dongle so i had the <laughs> dongle the dongle was in my pocket <laughs> incredible well so like zach is like I had no idea that they were doing the skit. I just thought, this is Andy's favorite song in the world. And he had no context. I'm flabbergasted that Zach did not. <laughs> <It> just, <laughs> I just think that's hilarious. He was so funny. Zach's one. OK, so our buddy Zach. He had like four other things that made me laugh. Really oh, yeah. So have night? we talked
1: about his randomly screaming the word heads up? Just <laughs> yes. in the middle
0: of crowds? <laughs> yes. It's heads. He he just heads, said heads 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 <laughs> we talked about that like four months ago if you do that in a crowd of people everybody will like, yeah everybody will freak it's out mass- it's a mess it's a like yeah golly it's amazing i just am- which is kind of like your thing of like pretending to take a group selfie but you have the camera facing out see
1: that's <laughs> i invented that normally you don't invent things you just pick them up from somewhere else uh,
0: you're so proud <laughs> you're just like
1: Someone's like, hey, take a selfie and hand me their phone and you flip the camera the wrong way so it's shooting the, the <laughs> ceiling. Everybody's, you take it and you hand the camera back. Everybody's so confused. You're like, hey, wait, you hit the camera. No, 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 no. What's no. <laughs> up? Or you play the, let me, I think Corey McVee invented the, uh, uh, I'm going to pick up this dude's frisbee and throw it back to them
0: in the middle oh, of frisbee golf. That's funny. That's really funny. Yeah. I think he admitted that, but I've, I've stolen it. Well, if you take time to go on your Spotify and look up mule train and listen to it and then imagine not knowing about the skit and you're hanging out with a guy helping him get his house ready for an event and he plays that song on repeat for nine hours <laughs> it's like some like master level uh,
1: method acting i'm trying to think of that word like what is i mean if i were zach i would be like man i know we're having one of these nights but he's yeah. getting really into this yeah. <laughs>
0: He's going so he to be... He has to get himself yeah. in the mind frame of... For the of,
1: 48 uh, minutes that this Young Life Club is going to happen, and he's going to make sure he is completely <laughs> submersed in that culture. It's like, man, all day long, I've heard the phrase
0: clippity-clopping along. There's, a, there's a, a phrase in there about rheumatism pills. The rheumatism pills. <laughs> For the settlers on the hills. For the settlers, the <laughs> rheumatism pills for the settlers in the hills. That's, Get along, <laughs> mule. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. <laughs> whoosh.
1: Just so ridiculous. Pink My Little Pony ponies. Oh gosh, it's so, flying everywhere.
0: I was just glad that a couple people were laughing because I thought this is one of those things that if people don't laugh, it's going to be the dumbest thing in the world. <laughs> Welcome to Ancient and New. Hattie. We're gonna talk about some scriptures and mm. do you want to kick us off today? I why do we even ask anymore? It's a bit at this point. Uh, we well, used to take turns. Well we used to take turns and then you and then you felt like you didn't get to start enough.
1: Well that just sounds not like me.
0: <laughs> Go back and check the record. Why do you can't hear me
1: right now? There there's like so many like I wonder what iterations of the show that we've gone through. Like, what would season one be? What season are we in now? There was a period where we ended every episode by saying, "This episode is brought to you by," and then gave fake sponsors. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I just thought I, <laughs> I just thought it would be awesome if we ended if if um, our there was also a period where we were talking about like who would our sponsorships be. For some reason, I just thought the best sponsor would be that uh, that company Cascade that makes the. Uh, dishwasher mm-hmm. soap things why Do that? i don't know why it's just because it it, i was thinking about uh sponsorships and i thought it would be so awesome if that if that was our sponsor Pretty like sick. cleanse your soul with the dishwasher pods from cascade
1: i mean if they paid me in those like if that was our sponsorship we'll give you a lifetime supply great which i feel like the way that
0: works is People is that, is that the way you think pod, podcast sponsorship goes? Is like whatever product they are peddling, they just give the hosts of that podcast that product. All right.
1: Here's my experience of this. In my previous job, I dealt with a lot of sales rep. and in every sales meeting, and in Tom's I was given only beef jerk Yeah, but <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, like if Mars came in, I would yeah. get all the samples of the new.
0: Oh, that'd be cool.
1: Candy that was coming out. If if hershey's i get five iterations of reese's there was a time where i texted you and said heads up this was in like august and i was like yeah just so you know this christmas coke is coming out with coke cinnamon Ugh. yeah because they would bring that stuff in and be like try this and sell it gross i'd be like no that's nasty that's horrible but also i don't really get to yet. choose why did how do we get here oh no because it would be sick if i never had there are things in your life it's like dang it I can't live without that, but I hate that that cost me $15 every month. Right. And so if those were our sponsors. Dishwasher pods. Yeah. Like, amazing product. Gotta have them. Like, paper towels. Am- have to have them.
0: Ancient new brought to you by Bounty.
1: Floss. The quicker picker like, upper. Gotta have it. Yeah. I hate that it costs me three ninety-nine every six months. <laughs> Chapstick. If if you're Jai Hunley, you go through <laughs> six of those a week because the dude loses them like crazy. But like... When you have to pay for literal chapstick, my dad knows this about me, so this is what I get in my stocking every year for Christmas. Oh, chapstick, nice. gum, I get like a a year's supply of it,
0: so that way I get it back next year. You week. get a year's supply of gum in your stocking every year? Well, the, Well, no. then why are you always asking people for gum? Because I will.
1: Ne- there are two things you never pay for, chapstick and gum, because everybody always has it. So Write it down right there. That's a fact. If there's somebody you trust near you and you can borrow their chapstick, do it. You guys are learning a lot about
0: Thomas today.
1: I used to steal a pair of my socks, or my brother-in-law's socks, every time I went over to their house. So I never had to pay for socks.
0: You think Grant I, listens to this book? No! <laughs>
1: but he also knows that. <laughs> at this point, I've stopped doing it, because I have to a Twitter's? steady stream of income. Oh, do you want to do that? Isaiah 20.
0: Yeah, let's do that.
1: That's probably the longest intro i have ever had, although...
0: I even tried to cut it off early. I looked at the time, and I was I like, that's too long. My bad.
1: No, you're good. Isaiah me. chapter 20? We did a short episode last week, because I was yeah. I had to hurry. Um, Isaiah twenty and we're actually I'm gonna read the
0: whole chapter, which you're like, that's a lot, Thomas. it's intense. But uh it's technically only six verses. Yeah. Um yeah, but Isaiah verses are longer than other verse other books verses.
1: Yeah, but it's still not too bad. One one verse
0: in Isaiah is like a good three or four. It's like it's like um it's like currency uh what do you call that when you change inflation? no money change like can you change money into a different yeah i like that i said that word I um, hate that word what inflation it's the worst um
1: i know what you mean yeah okay yeah um I'm, I'm gonna read this whole thing and i'm actually gonna read it in the message which i'm carry on I'm i'm i've had my my phone bubble on niv uk for a while so i can listen which has been awesome thank you to you
0: david Suchet. yeah
1: all right ready In the year of the field commander, sent by King Sargon of Assyria, came to Ashad and fought and took it. God told Isaiah, son of Amos, or Amos, I don't know, go take off your clothes and sandals. And Isaiah did it, going about naked and barefooted. Then God said, just as my servant Isaiah has walked around town naked and barefooted for three years. As a warning sign to Egypt and Ethiopia, so the king of Assyria is going to come and take the Egyptians as captives and the Ethiopians as exiles. He'll take young and old alike and march them out of there naked and barefooted, exposed to mockery and jeers. The bare buttocks of, of Egypt on parade. Everyone who has put hope in Ethiopia and expected help from Egypt will be thrown into confusion. Everyone who lives along this coast will say, Look at them, naked and barefooted, shuffling off to exile. And we thought they were our best hope, Mm. that they'd rescue us from the king of Assyria. Now, what's going to happen to us? How are we going to get out of this? Wow. Okay, so there's a lot of extremes in there. First of all, if you didn't know this, Isaiah is. He has been known to be a, a bit over the top, but who wouldn't be, I believe, if you were a direct mouthpiece of the Lord and you're trying to get people to listen to you and they just will not. Right. You have direct firsthand knowledge. And, and God's like, listen, this is going to happen. Tell them. Let them know. And people don't flinch on it at all. Yeah. I mean, it would drive me crazy. I would be doing all kinds of crazy things. But like specifically, this dude, I, I just am like, the whole bit where he, it, <laughs> for three years, he walked around this earth. Yeah.
0: Sometimes I, I look at, sometimes I look at my job for the Lord and I'm like, man, it's hard. You know, it's hard. Like what? what the Lord's asking me to do in this situation is hard. Every now and then I feel like I need to peep over here to Isaiah 20 and realize (laughs) like, it's all right. Yeah. (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. We're yeah. Thankfully. Yeah. Um, so, but like
1: I do like, there's like a, there's a small little thing I just want to like put in parentheses. Like I, I, there's a, there's a place I'm going to land the plane on this one, but this one, there's a part of me when I read this, that didn't even catch my eye when I was reading this for my quiet time, honestly, It was just the idea of how devoted to the Lord Isaiah was. Mm, he yeah. just did what he he just did it. Yeah. I mean, I, the Lord's telling me to do this. Okay, I'm gonna do it, which I think is fantastic.
0: Yeah, after like seven months, you'd be like, we we did the thing. Right? Or you just good, right? at that point, you're just used to it. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, nah, we're gonna we're gonna go for the full three years. We're three years,
1: sign up for it. Um, but I think the place I really wanted to um to hone this in on was towards the end, it said everyone who has put their hope in Ethiopia and expected help from Egypt will be thrown into confusion. Mm. Um, and then it says, now what's going to happen to us? How are we going to get out of this? I, I was, I read this earlier and it just, it caught my eye, the idea that um, for people, for whatever purpose, whatever it is that you put your hope in anywhere else, but the Lord, You can expect a similar outcome to this. Come on. I'm not saying that you're going to get marched, you know, through a crowd of people who who see you this way. Um, I'm not saying it's going to be exactly like this, but I bet, I bet, I bet there's going to be some confusion involved. They're going to, it's going to get messy. It's not going to go how you you hoped or planned it was going to go. There's only so much humans can offer each other. If your hope, if your expectations, if your, if all your mind and energy and everything you have and all of it is placed into hope on something other than the Lord, it's going to come up short dramatically. Yeah. And I think it's important as humans in the culture and in the times that we live in as Christians in America and just in general, like maybe you don't fall in that category that I'm, I'm pointing at um, maybe you're not somebody who's there. Maybe y- you just need to take a survey and say, where does my hope fall? Where, it w- what am I relying on? Who
0: am I relying on? And you know, another way to, I- I'm sorry to, I'm, I'm clarify, off, but like, please. What, another, another way to interrogate the thing in your own heart that, that you're getting at here is to ask yourself, what in my life, is like a system or a thing that like, if it changed or if it collapsed or if it fell apart, mm. I would be totally, totally thrown. I would like freak out. I would yes. Lose, I would lose it. Yes. Um, my version uses, my version says, those who trusted in Kush, which is the Ethiopia piece, those who trusted in Ethiopia and boasted in Egypt will be dismayed. Ooh. It's Ooh. like, there's like. Dismayed. <laughs> yeah. Will be yeah. dismayed. And um, trusted like. Trusted and boasted. That's. It's like, well, I mean, if you're listening to this, you you have no way of knowing this, but we're recording this on on election day. Hmm. And so this is extremely timely Mm -hmm. because there are going to be some people, whichever way things go, Tonight at 11.45 p.m., when it's almost midnight and all the votes are counted and we know what's going to happen with the Senate and with the House or whatever, there are going to be some people who are going to be raging. There are going to be some people who are going to be doing a victory lap. There are going to be some people on one side or the other who are, who are going to be completely like dumbfounded, upset, uh, in denial, all that kind of stuff. And they trust in and boast in. As you're saying, things that are not the Lord, and I know you're not driving this all to like the political. Landscape I'm not, but I'm. I
1: don't. I also don't want it to sound like I'm skirting that. Sure, because it's it's very, it's very important that we don't. I think. Yeah. Um, I I, I want to be clear though, just like you're saying, uh, I, like it, I think it would also be really uh, unfair of me to. Only point it in that direction because I think this is true of everybody. Like, there's this as I was reading, it didn't even occur to me. Um, Psalm 19 says, Who can discern their own errors? Forgive my hidden faults. Um, there's a place in Psalm 139 where it says, Uh, where it, I'm just gonna flip there so I don't. What am I what is the one I'm thinking of? What verse is it? The very end. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um the very Yeah, yeah. Search me, search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. So I mean like I want to be clear. Like, should we be thinking about that politically? Yes. Should like if you're sitting there and you're like, I don't that's not a thing for me. Yeah. Great. Don't assume that this doesn't apply. Like, don't assume that there may be there, there, there might not be anything in you because you don't fall in the political spectrum of this currently. Yeah, is that fair, of me to say? Absolutely, it's just. It's, and I, I it's, hold, can I can I stop real quick? I want to like. I would imagine if this is my first podcast, they're like, "Who is this punk telling me how to do everything?"
0: Nobody thinks that about
1: you. Well, they're allowed to, but I want to be clear. I, I, I don't. This is not me preaching from on high and saying. I'm amazing at this. You better figure it out. This is me saying, I opened my Bible this morning, and the word of God, this stood out to me. It caught my eye, and it led me to a place of saying, Lord, help me. So, like I gave a Bible study lesson to high schoolers this week about Psalm 19 and Psalm 139. Those two parts of them specifically after reading Luke 6 where the Lord is like, hey, get that plank out of your eye before you help your buddy get sure. that little piece of sawdust out of theirs. In other words, we all got stuff. Yeah. Let's let's be honest with the Lord, with ourselves, with our friends, with the Holy Spirit and say, what is it? Show it to me. I really want to know.
0: Yeah, what's the thing that I'm trusting in? What's the thing that I'm boasting in? Mm-hmm. Where am I where am I placing my affection and my hopes such that like that are not in the Lord that that are going to that are I mean, the, the thing about this passage is they're gonna leave me exposed? That's the, yes. the thing that's so shocking about this passage. Exposed passage and dismayed. Is, yeah, yeah. Is, is the exposition like you're? It's like Isaiah was walking around without any clothes on as a way to say you're. It's it's you're gonna get exposed. Mm. There is no help here. Yeah. There is no. There's nothing to trust in. There's no. Right. Um, <laughs> as somebody, as I've heard somebody say about um, a romantic relationship that shouldn't happen, there's no there there. Mm. You know, it's like, and that's, that's the thing is like, we have, I mean, we have all done it, but we have at one time or another placed our hope and our boast in something that cannot mm-hmm. satisfy, that cannot help us, yep. but especially like people casting your ballots today. It's like, yep. it's a good question to ask. Like, am I, is, am, did I go vote? 100%. Mm. Oh yeah. Am I placing all my hope in the people that were on that ballot not even no. at all. No. Not yeah, okay. even at all. Yeah. And if I am, it's a misplaced. Yeah. It's a misplaced trust. Now, I want to do my part, and I want I want my voice to be heard. Yeah. I want my popular sovereignty to be exercised, mm. you know? But, yeah.
1: It's cool, man. I mean, this... Yeah. It, I think it's quite possible that there's... If somebody hasn't turned this off already... Yeah. I'm saying that, like, we have people who listen to this. <laughs> I don't know. But, like that this could be rubbing you the wrong way.
0: Well, you already said Grant doesn't listen to it. Well,
1: I I think my my hope, if you haven't turned this off, if this is rubbing you the wrong way, if I need to be careful, be careful. If this is rubbing you the wrong way and your inclination is I'm going to turn this off, okay, do what you need to do. I'm going to unsubscribe. I'm going to stop listening to these guys. Fine. Do whatever you need to do. It came from the Bible. (laughs) Yeah. This is God's word. Thomas didn't make this up. I didn't make this up. I am not the ruling authority who is coming up with this. This is, this is coming from God's word. It's coming from history. Yeah. It's showing that this is an example.
0: Yeah. And it's, and you know, for Isaiah, and for what Isaiah was doing, it was it was on a national stage, but it but it goes down to so many other things. It's like it goes down to microscopic, you know, momentary things in every single human heart that we place our hope in, that are gonna leave us exposed because yes. there's only one source yeah. for life. Yeah. And okay. Again.
1: Yeah. yeah. And it may not be that you're sitting here and you're like, Yeah, it's this country or this politician or this or this uh denomination of office or whatever whatever you wanna whatever you wanna say. Maybe like if you're searching and you're honest, you could you could probably fill in the blank there with something. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're like, No, I just figured mine out and I'm moving past it. That's fantastic. Yeah.
0: Um <clears throat> I wanna look at something um in from Mark chapter four and it's this is a Perennially, a place that oh flower word, um, <laughs> in Mark chapter four, it's it's, <laughs> it's a place that I go back to often, um, and when I'm going through the Gospel of Mark, it always gives me it's always a how do I say this? It's always a reset for me. It's like when, you're, when your phone's being janky, and so you um, instead of just like you power it all the way off. And you turn it back on just to get a reset like okay everybody shuffle back together and i feel like when i read this i i, I do that i, I <clears throat> this is a reset and a help to me jesus is speaking he also said this is what the kingdom of god is like a man scatters seed on the ground night and day whether he sleeps or gets up the seed sprouts and grows though he does not know how all by itself the soil produces grain first the stalk, then the head, then the full kernel in the head. As soon as the grain is ripe, he puts the sickle to it, because the harvest has come. This is just, um, it's just something that I need to remember about, like, everything that I'm doing for the Lord, whether whether it's specifically a ministry thing, or just any, you know, stuff, and like, our church growing or not? Are, are people coming to our club or the people that I'm working with and meeting with, are they hearing, um, you know, in our, in our leading of music and our, in our preaching and in, in, in our praying, all those things. Like there's an incredibly important principle about the way the kingdom of God grows, which is we don't know anything about it. Yeah. Like we don't know how to make it grow. And when it actually grows, it's because it grows by itself. And we, the workers, in that we, the farmers, don't know how it happened. Mm-hmm. We're not the experts. We're not the people really responsible for the growth of it. Mm-hmm. And we just have some chores to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, as a person who am participating in the, in the growing kingdom of God, I am supposed to care about it I'm supposed to show up and I'm supposed to put my hands in the dirt and like I mean he does oh shoot I took off my glasses um, like he does put the sickle to it mm. he does scatter seed yeah Um, he sleeps and he gets up those are the things that the farmer does yeah he scatters you got seed some and, things you do yeah, yeah he puts a sickle to it he goes to sleep mm. and he gets up yeah. like that's
1: that's the thing. Love that he includes that bit.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, that this is it. It's like my, my I've got some things that God is calling me to do and my job is to show up and do those things. And then and then this I think the the beauty of this parable is just Jesus being God and telling me specifically right now because I read this a few days ago whenever I read it saying to me, "Hey, you get to relax about the results. Mm. Um, Do what I'm calling you to do. Wake up, go to sleep, scatter seed, get your sickle out. Otherwise, don't freak out. Mm. Don't, don't ask yourself a million process questions. Mm. Don't try to, reinvent the wheel don't Don't try to make sense of everything yes don't don't look for the hidden meaning behind why this is Mm -hmm. happening or that isn't happening don't try to uh crunch the numbers on you know the perfect airtight strategy scatter seed go to bed get your sickle there's going to be sweating um but you don't know anything about growing (laughs) it's just so comforting to me yeah yeah,
1: I mean, I think a lot of it can boil down to, like, are you willing to not be in control of things? Are you okay with that? Right. And when yeah. things don't go exactly how you plan them, are you okay with also still not being in control of things? Right. And, like, I say this loosely as someone who, I could never call myself a farmer. That's not fair. I'm definitely not, but I love this
0: process. I love the... You are a planter of things.
1: I like to plant things, and I like to watch their processes. Yeah. I, I like... I like the whole process of it. I like the, um, knowing what to put where, knowing that, um, this time of year, certain things are disappearing and I have forgot that they're there or I know they're going to come back and they're going to come back and they're going to be fuller and bigger and they're going to be prettier than they were last year, which is really cool. Um, I am also somebody who like, I do, I have, I have some great vines in my yard and, I also know that I, this is so silly to admit when deer eat the leaves off my grapevines and they can't produce fruit because they have to play catch up the rest of the year. It m- makes me really sad, emotionally sad. And it's really hard.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I
0: don't. Thomas does not like deer.
1: I don't like deer. I think I was just trying to say like, just like you said there's going to be sweat involved there's going to be tears involved there's going to be um there's going to be work there's going to be things to do there's also going to be sleeping and waking up in other words uh you just you, you you're going to have to be okay not being in control of everything yeah in this world yeah that's right and it's really encouraging for us to hear in our jobs but also i like Spoke on this a little bit earlier. I I have a brief stint of working in the business world, and feeling like, am I making any difference at all at this place? Mm-hmm.
0: As a someone who's in marketing, and I'm in an office of fifteen people, and I'm and in that world, they would be more than happy to like dive into the process of every little thought and strategize and make it right and mm-hmm. do the post. Mortem on everything that you do to figure out exactly why this didn't work and stuff like that. And I just, and that's why it's so interesting that Jesus cuts that off at the pass. Mm. And he's just like, that's not the way ministry works. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. That's cool. Yeah. Do you think that anybody at Hackney, um, Thomas's former company, listens to this podcast?
2: No. <laughs> about it
0: for so long. I really
1: did. I was like, I was trying to think if I ever told anybody that yeah. I had a podcast. I don't think I did.
0: Well, the thing is, is that you're, you're 28 years old male. Like they probably assume you have a podcast.
1: I, <laughs> when I started working there, I had a man bun too. So, you know, was like, <laughs> oh, this dude definitely has a podcast. Oh,
0: flannel shirt, man bun, 28 yeah. year old guy. Skinny jeans, leather boots. He definitely has a podcast. Works in marketing. I wonder what they assumed your podcast was. It was they probably thought it was about, like, <laughs> muscadine husbandry. Birding.
1: I think there was definitely, like, things would slowly, like, like slip out about, like, my other life outside yeah. of that. And I think people were, it, it was probably one of those things people were like, he is lying about everything. Yeah. Like, I would walk in the office with my guitar because I would have to go do something after that. And they'd be like, Play guitar,
0: like well, yeah. Actually, I kind of like help lead worship at this place. All right, I'll just I'll hold it. <laughs> Today's episode has been brought to you by Cascade Dishwasher Pods and by Hackney. That's right, where you can buy your Cascade Dishwasher
1: Pods. <laughs> can you to not only clean? Yes, to not only clean your dishes but your spirit as well.
0: Oh wow, that's fantastic. Mm. Uh, I'm Lee. I'm Thomas. This has been Ancient
2: What did you make me for? What are you calling?